Lagos Talks 91.3 and Corporate Shepherds presents the man of the hour. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome I.D. Enang. This is Navigate with I.D. Enang. Good afternoon, Uncle I.D. Good afternoon, Ify. <laughs> How are you? I'm still breathing. That's fantastic. Still breathing. That's and great. How are you doing too? I'm fabulous. How's your week been? Ah, week has been, it's been good. It's been good. Uh, what can I say? You know, every day you wake up, um, you just need to be thankful mm-hmm. for the gift of life. Mm-hmm. And um, life in itself comes with several things. It's a package because it's a journey. So as you step into every phase of it, just embrace it. Just know that the only way is through. And if you stay in that mindset, you'll go through. And when you go through, whatever the benefit of the other side offers, you'll mm-hmm. reap it. But if you do not have a mindset to go through, then you'll be stuck with all manner of things that are not necessary. So I'm grateful to God and I'm grateful to all the listeners. Thank you, distinguished listeners, for tuning in as always. And I hope you are fine, keeping well. The same question if he had thrown at me, is actually meant for us all. I hope your week has been great so far, and then you're keeping well and alive, staying safe and staying out of trouble. It's been quite a tough, uh, tough time um, for my for my colleagues and I from Baptist Academy. We we lost some of our old boys in the course of the month, oh, wow. and just on on Saturday we had this night of tributes, and whilst we were there, we got to hear that some of one or two of my colleagues uh, were classmates, actually, in my set. Uh, one died in New York, and then the other died the day before. Um, whilst we were there in the school hall on Saturday, you know, just going through a time of tributes and thanksgiving to God for those that are alive and the grace and the lives of the ones that have gone, you know, since last year. Um, so, friends, I'm just using this opportunity to let you know that, you know, health is wealth. You need to keep safe and do what is right. There is nothing, there's no braggadocio about this. COVID is real. Do what you have to do to keep yourself within, um, you know, reasonable uh, comfort of good health. I mean, besides COVID, there are other things that would naturally plague people. All I'm saying to you, friends, um, take your health very seriously and take life um, a bit more seriously than you do now. Because I see a lot of us make some uncanny statements. It's not a time to joke. Especially if you're not a joker. Um, Just make sure you're not a joker in the park. Well, I hope you've all enjoyed the series so far. On on Tuesday, I opened the the Vista talking about branding a business. And so I'm going to take the honors to continue. And then next week, um, we'll start the new month. I just need to let you know up front that um, just in case you're joining us for the first time, I bid you welcome. It's Navigate with IDNANG. Um, the program format has changed slightly. Changed in the sense that um, we're now taking more of a learning approach, a more uh, teaching classroom type approach where you need to carry, you know, have a pen and some parchment. And if you have the opportunity to record this well, all well and good. But the important thing is that we're looking at the subject around business. How we're going to, you know, raise the bar. Uh, it's about how we'll, you know, acquire business acumen for everyone that sits within the space 
of business, either as an entrepreneur, would-be, an employer, an employee, a business owner, a business leader, whichever space you find yourself, I believe there will be something that, you know, will serve. Hopefully will either put you on the path of knowledge or a refresh or better still, you know, will help wipe away some measure of ignorance so you can be more productive in making this country great again. And so we will step into that terrain of branding a business product. And for starters, I'm going to, you know, piggyback on what uh, where I stopped on Tuesday. But more importantly, allow me to take a slightly different approach in this. I'll take an FAQ approach, means frequently asked questions. So I'm going to take that approach in, you know, asking the questions and then attempting to answer some of them. If you are listening to the program, you probably had some of these questions, you know, ruminate your minds and your head and that space. I'll try as much as possible, God granting me grace, you know, to, you know, surface one or two or three or four of them and then attempt to answer them. But before I go deep into it, I want to start by talking about brand attributes. I know I talked about it. Uh, what are brand attributes? Brand attributes are the core values that define the overall nature of the company and represents the essence of the brand. Remember the context in which we're looking at it is you have a business and I'm saying to you, you need to brand your business. You need to make sure that your business takes the shape and the likeness of a brand. On Tuesday, I walked us through the process, the four-step process of how you can make it happen. And today, I'm extending those frontiers by speaking to branding a business product. Could be an idea, could be a concept, could be something you're doing. I'm saying to you, without branding it, it's not going to take on the essence and the value you expect. Brand attributes are unique fundamentals. And they are and there are characteristics that identify the physical, the character, and personality traits of the brand in the market or industry or sector where you play and also in the minds of your customers. So you may have a question for me or in the course of listening to me, a probable question could be, how can I identify brand attributes? So when you hear people talk about attributes, it's nothing other than characteristics. It could be the character uh, of an entity. I remember my I remember my good days in at, at the Coca Cola company uh, as a brand manager. I was always you know uh, blown away when I had the privilege to talk about um, the Coca Cola brand, and it's the same spirit and letter that I find the MTN brand. One thing you cannot take away from both brands is the character of a friend. You know, wherever some, you need something to rehash, to refresh, to rejuvenate, to be there when you're lost, when you are not in a space where, when you're in a space where no one can actually help you, this friend comes and just pulls you away and gives you something and helps you move you from point A to point B, becomes a point of leverage. That is a brand attribute. That is a character of a brand. So how can I identify brand attributes? 
Brand attributes are not typically obvious just by citing. They are a byproduct of good consumer, customer, or end user research. For example, what do your customers feel is important when they buy your product or engage the service you provide? You then go inwards. You, meaning the owner of the entity, you here being the business um, uh, owner, the entrepreneur, the business leader, you then go inwards and compare their expectations, i.e. your customer's expectations or experience against the performance of your own products and your company or business. So I'm saying in essence, the only way you can identify what your brand attributes represent from a consumer or customer takeaway or end user takeaway is to engage in research. And that was a, the third part of the process I talked about on Tuesday. Another way is to look at your competitors and consider your comparative strengths. What I'm saying in other words is if you want to identify what brand attributes you have your business represent what does your business have just look at your competitor and then see what you have as strengths over your competitor that in itself will tell you so if for example you are in the drinks business and then people are telling you that your competitor's beverage is doesn't have a good taste and someone is telling you wow i like this particular one has a great taste that tells you that's your strength so you must really go through the process of doing some form of research to identify what your brand attributes are. They can be intrinsic, internal, or extrinsic. They could be external. So let me take a possible or probable question, number two. What do I do if my attributes are poor? What do I do if my attributes are poor? Customers actually admire a business or a company that is committed to continuous improvement. So you need to start looking to improve on all the fronts you may have scored very low points. If you have gone through a research or by word of mouth, you're getting feedback that suggests that those areas that you may not necessarily have as strengths are you are lacking, and you honestly and openly recognize and acknowledge them. Customers like people that are transparent and open. They'll say to you, we, we hear you. It's like your messaging, your ads. Now speak to customers, we hear you. And we have fixed our taste. We are now better tasted. We now have the color. Our service is no longer taking 48 hours. We'll deliver XYZ to you in six hours because we listen. Friends, that is a deep-seated way of moving the needle if your attributes are poor. So you then need to attain the following possessive dimensions in order to reclaim or capture the minds of your customers. What do you need to do? What are those possessive dimensions I call them? Number one. Number one is relevance. Relevance has to do with the emotional connection. You must have an emotional connection and it must exist with the current customers and prospective customers. 
Number two, you must have one thing in your kitty, consistency. You must be consistent. You can't start today. You know, here you are coming from the doldrums of being low in certain attributes and you're working through continuous improvement and then you start getting inching up there and you start, you know, you can't afford woolly lines. You need to be consistent. Number three, repositioning. You need to reposition your brand. And this is really understanding where to play, how to play, and how to win. So you then align your offerings to the context of the segment where you play and in how you play and in how you plan to win. So everything that you do will be deliberate if you know that your attributes are poor. Number four, sustainability. You know from the word sustainable is something that you know without last, without leave, can be there for the long haul. Whatever you are offering your customers must be sustainable, must be enduring, and it must not be a fly-by-night. There are very many people that have businesses or they start a business, and in no time, you just knew it was just a flash in the pan. There are too many flash-in-the-pan type businesses around, and a lot of them are on Instagram. I mean, one of such is, you know, I told you I was going to buy um, Kum Kum for my daughter. The lady that does that thing needs to be flogged. By the time the thing came, I couldn't give my daughter the gift again. I had to buy her something else. The quality was so poor compared to what I saw on Instagram and ordered. I mean, you're just asking yourself, why would that? I'm sparing you. You know, not having to talk about your business name because that's not the idea. But that is a wrong example of branding a business. And this person gives a lot of talk. She goes around and she's one of those uh, motivational. They'll talk and they'll come. They invite her, Zoom. She's Zooming here, talking about. And the kumkums that she's selling, the stickers are awful. They just trap them like something a rat just walks through. I have them. I'll take pictures when I come. If you, I'll send them to you. I couldn't even give them to my daughter. Last minute, when they delivered them and, you know, I got them and I said, this is unbelievable. I know my friend is going to tell me, hey, I did not go talk this thing. I said, I go talk her. But I will save you by, that is not sustainable. So if you are doing this and you continue, Madam selling Kum Kum, just know that that business, after a while, nobody will be buying from you. Only your relations in Shogunle. That's where, probably where you stay. And you know, the funny thing is, most of those people that you find that do a lot of this live on this side of town. Lucky Axis, mostly. Yeah, I'm saying it. Because they deliver from there and it's sharp, sharp practices. It's not sustainable, friends. It's fly by night. That's not how to sustainably build a brand. Number five, you see why I said so? The possessive dimension you must have, credibility. It is very key as many businesses start well and later begin to cut corners. That's exactly what I'm saying. You damage your brand in the medium to long term. It also applies to individuals, by the way. When they ask you, what is your name? You say, my name was, you're already in the past tense. Have you seen someone just sit down and speak in the past tense? Is it possible? Yes, people do it because they lie. You cannot match the name. So credibility 
the attributes that you see of this person in like manner the business when you can't trust the owner you can't trust the business that's how it goes so many of you have lost business simply because people don't see you as credible if they ask you who's the brain behind this particular and you mentioned the same hey no good there why your credibility has rubbed off on your business and you wonder why you're not getting customers wm is stronger than adverts word of mouth the other point i'd like you to take as a possessive dimension if the attributes of your brand are kind of poor is for you to activate something that will be inspiring inspiration is key especially in these days these days innovative technologies inspire goodwill goodwill go ask any ballad any accountant would tell you that the measure of goodwill the value of goodwill in your balance sheet can be huge if your brand your business is inspiring and those attributes come to life somebody looks and says i love this i will always stick with this brand because it has everything as a friend i see this brand as a friend you know i was saying to one of my friends i said do you know when the gsm whatever started and those days we all started that my i'm one of those um early starters of using uh mtn and the line is the line i've kept but one thing i can tell you then we used to travel when i was at coca cola we, we were traveling like night and day every part of the world different meetings but guess one thing i'll tell you whenever i get into any country switch on my phone and i need to access my voicemail i not one time did i have a situation where i have phone phone no it was always clear my roaming it was roaming so well i'm talking about 2002 2001 2003 all the way even up until this moment i can tell you i've been so spoiled by mtn i'm i'm being honest i've been so spoiled if you won't believe this that i don't buy I, I, this one that they say you get to a place and you buy sim i never used to do that thing and i don't why because my phone rooms so i realized that when people travel they hold a normal line i mean those days then you can't buy a local sim you end up spending more Because people will be calling you on the line, they know, and by the time you are trying to return the call, why are you robbing Peter to pay Paul? Why don't you just go when you have a dependable, credible source? Now, what it takes, it's convenience. That's what a brand does. A brand that stays through and is able to give you all the attributes you need. Number three, this is the third question you may be asking: Is it possible to measure the effect of branding on my business? The big answer is yes. whether in consumer goods market that is you selling consumer goods or in these services i talked about it before tracking research can be deployed to monitor changes in customer perceptions of your business your brand your company simple surveys as simple as a survey i mean whatsapp has given all of us access into varied worlds groups just drop it there people are going to tell you how they feel what they feel they can help you drop it in their various formats platforms and they zero in and you get the results just of going anywhere unlike previous times when you had to engage a research agency technology has brought all of this to your doorstep so it is possible to measure the effect of whatever you've done to brand your business and to bring it to life number 4 
Now, this is very common. I don't have money for advertising or, or my advertising budget is limited. Should I concentrate on product messages or brand building messages? A lot of young people, especially who have just started their businesses, have this challenge. How do I... I don't have the big box to, you know, push this out. How do people get to know about me? So where do I sit? I, okay, I have this brand I'm building. Do I focus on brand building messages or product messages? Where do I, you know, where do I put my little resources? Let me tell you this, friends. Product messages are likely to only generate short-term revenue. For instance... If you continue harping on the features of your product and not build the total frame, you could easily be outspent by your competitor who has more resources. So what I'm saying is there's a typical dimension where some people harp on what they have a lot more. So that is where a product message is. So for example, you sell a beverage, could be homemade juice, and you're talking about the taste, you're talking about the color, and then that's what you, you know, you try to speak to all the time. Whereas you would have focused more on the brand. So assuming the brand was um, topics, for example. So topics, what does topics represent? Topics represents care. Topics represents um, deep-seated refreshment. Topics represent... Um, what I may call, you know, when you look at care, deep-seated refreshment, and then you can talk about friendship. So something, when moments when people are gathering together, what can play a role is topic. So something you share with your friends because you care about health, you care about them, and all of that. So imagine playing such situations in the way you converse or you create conversations around topics. That's a brand-building message. It's not direct, but it will be inferred. But when you sit down and harp on taste, oh, I have a great taste. You know that purpley, zingy taste? Some other person will tell you tomorrow about a bluish, maddening taste. Then you start competing on product, features, and theatrics. It is better for you, friends, to you know sit within the space of brand-building messages as they require more of a strategic mindset and it encompasses a lot more than just the tactical stuff. More so, your brand building messages guarantee long-term stay and development of your brand over the years. So, in bringing this in home, I'm going to you know, go through what I call the last lap. So, if those were your FAQs, frequently asked questions that I've tried to you know, just wrap around branding your business, you know, these are questions that may have morph through your minds. I hope, you know, we have this. And if, you know, you have a lot more, I want to ask you to please do me a favor, like a favor, like I always say. Send an email to contact at navigatewithid.com and the ID is spelled I-D-Y. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a lady that I'm still uh, owing a response, um, Idai or something. I'm trying to grab my friend who is in the tailoring business. She's been out of town. Um, once I grab her and I get her commitment, I'll get you to sit with her and understand how you can weave your business into being a first-class one. So that's to tell you that I've not forgotten. And and to my other uh, friend that sent me a message um, last week. 
Now, I want to tell you why business branding is important. Number one, it speaks to the nature of what you do. If you don't brand your business, how will people know? So, business branding is key. It's important. It speaks to the nature of what you do. Number two, it's an opportunity to express the value for money and quality that your brand brings to the table. VFM, or what I call value for money, is key to many buyers. Quality is a huge differentiator. Businesses that excel in quality ultimately build confidence. So, if you want to build confidence in your brand that people will see it in the future, you need to do one thing. You need to get into the space of branding your business. Extendability. The third point is extendability. That's ability to be, you know, extendable. If you are into several products and services, imagine having many products, many services that, you know, there are some people that have several products under just one umbrella. Now, the way and manner in which you can express your brand values and attributes can only allow you in the space of extendability when you begin to look at it and market them in the context of brands. So only branding can make that happen. So you then home in on a particular aspect, could be a category, could be a segment, and when you do that, what it helps, it brings that to the fore, and when it brings it to the fore, people can really appreciate, A, within the context of the many, and then resources will, will take you know, we'll move in from there. So, extendability is something you benefit from branding your business if it's in the midst of so many products and service services or offerings that you have. Uh, we are just at the point where we need to take a break. Once we come back from that break, I'll be, you know, really now the next couple of points. And when I do, I'll probably open the lines for your questions, especially on this branding your business uh, you'll also know that you can tweet at Lagos Talks 913 and you can also um, let us have your thoughts via WhatsApp um, we'll read out the numbers to you in a short while so don't go away just stay put we'll be right back friends this is Navigate with ID welcome back dear friends and definitely that was a very good song actually for me, it's just uh, dedicated to my Adada, Udwagabasi um, Moranike. She turned eight. So that's, she's my own Adada, and I had to uh, remember her on a beautiful day like this. Um, friends, we've been talking about why business branding is important. And before we took um, the little break, I did talk about three points. Um, one, it speaks to the nature of what you do. Two, an opportunity to express the value for money and quality dimensions of your business or product. And three, talked about extendability. The fourth point I'm putting on the table is company reliability. When you brand your business, it makes buyers feel more confident because they are buying from a known concern. And number five, it's an opportunity to drive proper financing 
and management. A well-managed business with brands can always access resources for expansion or growth. So if you don't brand your business, there's no way you go through the legal framework. You will not go through CAC. You will not also establish it in a way that you can walk through the four walls of a bank and ask them to come and support with a loan or you want to take advantage of whatever happens. It's when your brand, your business has become a notable brand, then you'll get support to expand and make it even greater and better. So if you don't brand it, you can grow it. So it's a no-brainer, friends, that you must brand your businesses. The sixth point is around education. Branding helps customers make informed choices, especially in making <clears throat> excuse me, effective use of the products that are, they are being served by your company, by your business. And finally, partnership. Partnership is the seventh point I have why business branding is very important. Partnership. Business branding gives room for strategic partnerships, starting from the customers, from other players within your sector industries, and even driving the process for societal change. So it's a no-brainer why you must brand your business. Okay? But you must avoid you must avoid certain common mistakes. Number one, do not, I beg you by the message of God, neglect the soft issues. Do not neglect the soft issues. One thing that is so soft an issue that a lot of people neglect is a people issue. They take people for granted. They take their staff for granted. And you'll see or hear more of that next Tuesday as we step into the month of March. I'm kicking off with ethics. I'm going to be teaching on ethics in business. And we need that running through the entire fabric of our selves as individuals, as professionals, as business owners, as business leaders, and would-be or entrepreneurs, whichever space, ethics. Do not neglect the soft issues. Example, people. The second soft issue a lot of people take for granted is customer service. Customer service is something they think it's not as hard. It's not a hard attribute as quality, quality, performance, price. They harp on price. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not to sell at a good price. But when it comes to customer service and it's all embedded in people, many businesses go down because they neglect that soft issue and they focus on the hard ones. Number two, when you concentrate on the wrong attributes simply because you have not asked. You've not asked your end users or customers. You've not even done a precis of what your competitors are doing. And what do you expect? You'll be focusing on the wrong things, spending money in the wrong places, and you'll just find your business continues to go down. There are common mistakes that people do. A third common mistake is failing to communicate your business strengths. And all of that comes through branding. When you ignore branding, many people will not even know you exist. And so, my dear friends, I hope you found this particular segment of the entire process of acquiring a business acumen very critical. From next week, 
or next month rather, I'm going to focus on ethics in business, or you can call it business and ethics in every shape and in every form. We need to begin to drill down to those things that will make us success, successful business owners, business leaders, and drivers of the economy. Listen, when every time you stand up and say the government is not driving, it's not about the government, it's the people. It's the people that will galvanize productivity, that will make an economy great. If our small businesses rise up, they do the right things, do what is right, the right man doing the right thing in the right place will get the right results. But the wrong man doing the wrong things in the right place, we can never get the right results. That's the story of our country. We need to now put, you know, if you want to know that the stick is crooked, all you need to do is put a straight one beside it. And this is about learning. And that's why the format of this program has changed more to that of learning. Get your pen, get your parchment, write down because there are things you need to learn and be taught. Let this be your own radio business school. And as you take it in, you don't need to go to pay millions. Here, it is free. It's free just for you to tune in. And then we'll trust God line upon line, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, a little here, a little there. Your business will take a different shape. Your life will take a different shape. And guess what? All glory to God, but we'll fix our community. We'll fix our nation, Nigeria. And thanks to MTN for supporting this loadable um, process. And I hope that as I open the phone lines, you'll be asking specific questions. This is not the time to weave around. It's an opportunity in time that you have. Okay, like I did say, for most times, I'll only come in on the days we'll have an open mic to answer questions that are specific to the topics that you've listened to concerning this particular theme so time to reel out the phone lines so i can pick up one or two questions um or comments uh you can call in and as always i'll leave my boss to to help me with this because i know that um this voice is i just hope ebuka does not call because let him just stay where he is ebuka is always the first person and i hope he doesn't call i'll cut him off so if he please Take on the honors for, for us. All right. The phone lines to call 0809 You can also call 01 515 Lego Stocks, we can hear you. Go ahead, sir. My name is Triumph. 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 Yes. Wow, that's a great name. I haven't heard that in a long time, man. That's another <laughs> name you. for victory, you know. Yeah, I enjoy every service of your program. I'm actually driving. Oh, thank you. Uh, but what I just want to find out is that how can, uh, how can we come with that? How can we be of uh, support also? Because uh, is, it, is it open for other people to support and partner with you? Uh... Well, support in what sense? Just to be clear. Uh, supporting uh, maybe sponsorship. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah we, we do. We do. We need sponsors, definitely. Um, okay. To run this. So what you can do is just send a mail to contact at navigatewithid.com. Yes, definitely. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, I because I, I can't get, I'm not getting the email now, uh, but maybe I can send a text, or you could just have to send a text message to my phone, please. Okay, you just give me your number, then I'll send a text to you. Okay. Is it, oh, should good. I do that now? Yeah. Let yeah, me carry on. 081. Okay, 081. Yeah. Triple six. Okay. 05. Okay. 143. All right, time. Okay. I'm sure Thank my, you. my folks will respond to you quickly. Thank you for the kind words. Right. Thank you. God bless you, sir. Bless you, Amen. sir. Lagos Talks. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. How are you on the line? Ebuka, uh, hey, I don't see make you no call. Okay, no, what, is, what is your question? It's been a long time. Welcome back, sir. Uh, from this where? System is, is making sense. Uh, <laughs> it's your side. So, sir, I want to talk on a collaboration. Uh, you know, in business, we collaborate with your crew or with your business guys and what is the mind or required is you honestly because I do this very thing you know you need to you go to the next shop you take my care to say to your to your customer so to say then you collect money you profit to remit it back I think sorry not even thinking it's just for you to be maintain the honesty and take it you return the money when you say a thing you, okay. you just do it so that is for me for collaboration thank you very much sir Thank you, Ebuka. Next week, I'll be talking about ethics in business. For now, we're talking about how to brand your business. So part of what you can brand your business is being insincere. People will look at you as being an insincere man. When you're an insincere man, you can't collaborate. And when you do not collaborate, people will not be ready to support you. And what is the downside? Your business doesn't grow. So your point is well noted, and our collaborations can enhance growth. Okay. Um, Baba Tunde is saying, Uncle ID, good afternoon. I believe you are keeping safe. Regards to your yes. amiable wife and extend greetings to your family. You're Thank such you, an Lord. embodiment of knowledge and blessing to this generation. As a professional teacher, I must say I have learned a lot through your program. If you good afternoon, I hope you're doing great. Um, Uncle ID, as I have said earlier, I'm planning to start my PhD in music education. I'm planning to have my own music school, which I have already uh, yeah. That already has a name, Babs Music Consult, submitted to CAC and waiting for confirmation. I resigned from British school after working for eight years. Wow. Um, yeah, nice. And he said, so here is my question. How can I expand my horizon and have more students to teach? And then he said, thank you, MTN, for this loadable project. How can I expand my horizon? I think the first thing is to bring your your service to the fore. You know, it's when people know what you offer the first and easiest way to get a lot more is from a referral. You know, it's the easiest currency you have to trade with. So you can start with five. Five. You can start with as little as three. The three can bring six. The six will bring 12. And when you get to the point where your muscles would have toned, been toned and grown, then you can now begin to speak to all the things that you're doing well. Uh, these days, there are a lot of parents that, I mean, I'm just, I've, I said to you the last time, uh, Babs, that when you want to start and you project this well, my daughter is someone that loves to sing. It'll be very nice, you know, yes, I want to take her to Moson, but it'll be also nice if you have a colony and a school, a music school that she can attend. Whilst she's spending time during the holidays, she can dedicate a few days to just go, you know, drive her music uh, understanding of music in a different way. So I'm, I'll readily be able to support that in that regard. And what what it does is I'll be able to tell Ify, by the way, um, this is what uh, my daughter is doing. Um, 
if it's time for you to, you know, let's have your daughter also go there when the time comes. And that's that's the way it grows. So mm-hmm. that horizon expands with the attributes that you take to the table. Remember, in branding your business, like I said, it takes intrinsic and extrinsic attributes. What do people see about what you offer? If you're offering something that they see readily as a blessing to the soul, guess what? They will turn around and then come physically to either meet you or to bless you. And that's how your business expands. Lagos Talks? Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Who is calling? Your uncle ID is Uzama, the one you gifted in December. <laughs> Uzama, it's good to yes. hear your voice, bro. Oh, I actually have been meaning to call, so I needed to call. Thank All you right. for calling. Quickly, I have a challenge. Yeah. But I think I need practical solutions. Um, currently, I'm working on expanding a brand. But the two batches of this brand that I got are short-dated. What I mean is they have less than six months to expire. Wow. How best can I get these brands moving and off the market? Uh, and you know, keep my MD at. Okay. It's, it's been giving me sleep last night. In fact, I'm going to be sent to a DM last week. Okay. But yeah, I have to like, know. okay, let me think about it and then hear more of you. Okay. You know, Thank you, okay, Uzama, don't go yet so that if I have to okay. ask you a question, that okay. top of my head, what you need to do, number one, six months yeah. to expiry does not mean it's expired. And one thing you remember, yeah. depending on the product, every time you find an expiry date it's a best before date okay so yeah. what this tells yeah. you is that two things go back and look at the product costs go back and let them open the financials for you sit down with your finance guys and they'll get to the point where they will tell you this is the minimum cost at which it was produced now what that does is you basically take it uh take a certain okay. percentage of it as sampling and then you can go out ahead and do a slash promotion. And what I mean is you can be a bug off, buy one, get one free. You can do a yeah. three, three for one or okay. you can do one, one in 12. So it depends on what it is. But do not go through the traditional process. What I mean is don't go through the wholesaler, then to go to wholesaler one, wholesaler two. It will get clocked. So you now need to go direct okay. to consumer. And what that means, the cost, the cost that you harness, you know, is going to be the cost of hiring the hands that will take it direct to the consumer or to the customer. You can't afford to go through the chain. Because if it goes through the chain now, it might reduce the shelf life further before it gets to the point of usage or consumption. So go back to your financials, check at that product cost end what it is, and then be able to take a view as to, do you move 25% deep? It's like snow. Do I go 6 inch deep? Do I go 4 inch deep? Or 2 inch? Uh, 2 inches? You know, that point, that's the point in which you will now bring as an offer, present it to the public, but then you need people that will carry it straight to the end user and the end user will take it. Now, be upfront to say this thing is an experience. It is not bad. So your communication is saying that it is, yes, it's 6 months to expiry, it's because we had issues here with either with the, you know, this, this coming. Be upfront about it so people don't feel. And that's why you don't sell bulk. You must sell them in chewable quantities. What do I mean? If a man can only consume two, don't sell ten. 
Do you get okay. it? Okay. So you must understand yeah. the throughput and the velocity to which the product is going to take on. And that way you claim okay. at least you service 70%. Oh, okay. Ah, thank you so much. I am really, really grateful. Thanks, Uzama. Always a pleasure. All right. Take care. Alrighty. Like All my right. boss will say, alrighty. Alrighty. Um, this is coming from uh, Baba Tunde saying, wow, lovely answer, Uncle Heidi. Thank you so much. Baba Tunde is a teacher that has a music school. Yes, yes, Babs. I don't want to. Uh, he's, a, he's a man, he's a presidential advisor <laughs> to, to music. <laughs> Well, you know, friends, uh, there comes a time when, you know, you really want to, you know, say goodbye. But goodbyes, but just see you guys will be here by God's grace, you know, um, in the next week, which is just next month. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Triumph. I'm sure my colleagues will get in touch with you. Um, and um, to every other person who has called in, to very many of you that are listening uh, week in, week out, I hope you're getting something tangible out of this process listen it's all it's all for us and all for one one for all i i trust god that as we go on this journey you and i will get to that destination called there this is a season where we're going to focus we're going to focus a lot on on how we can harness our business lives turn around everything we have and be more productive either as employees as employers as entrepreneurs business leaders or business owners wherever you find yourself sitting um, you'll always come in into this picture. And so, like I did say, on Tuesday, I'm kicking off with Ethics in Business. Please join me at 3 o'clock, same station, same time, as we look at, I will start the journey looking at Ethics in Business. It is a critical aspect that will drive sustainability in your business. So, on that note, saying um, thank you to my boss and to, I have two bosses in the studio. Oh, yeah. To your main boss, Esther. Uh, <laughs> to my main boss Esther and then of course this is my studio boss yes. if you if you tell me leave this stage now I have no choice the only Chris that can come and beg uh, to allow me come back thank you Fee always thank been there God bless you all